All right, good morning, everyone. I find that on these Sundays after we return from the Hope Trip, it's always a day of such great reflection because always so many wonderful things happen on these trips from bonding with these fine people to doing such wonderful service for wonderful residents. And really one thing that these trips also provide is getting us out of our comfort zones, which is something that I think is very valuable because Ridgefield is a wonderful, wonderful place, but truly compared to so many other places that we visited is so different. And I think that this definitely was a trip where we did get out of our comfort zone more than we have in past years, being that this was a trip where we really took a journey to a much more urban area in the form of downtown Rochester. And I remember that as we drove through downtown Rochester for our sites for the first time, I looked around me and I was kind of taken aback by a real wave of bleakness. I saw a city that had been really affected by poverty, and I saw people who, from an outsider's perspective, seemed void of hope. And I apprehensively did think to myself that this really is going to be a trip unlike Kittery, Maine, or Millersville, Maryland. And at the time, I wasn't sure whether or not that was a good thing or a bad thing. And being here today and really taking time to think about it, I'll say it's an absolutely incredible thing because I really didn't know what to expect. And what I really, really didn't expect was that in the five days getting to know my resident, Inez, I would meet someone who would change my outlook, not only on inner city, but the world as a whole. She's someone who lives in great poverty and has seen the worst of the city's crime, the broken government, the dangerously bad health care. And she's someone who you would expect to view the world with such scorn and anger because she truly has seen such bad things. She's a daughter who's terribly, terribly ill. She lives in a neighborhood that's slowly being overcome by crime. Yet she's someone who, when I met her, just radiated joy. She's someone who views the world with such happiness and such optimism. And she's someone who told us that she feels is the most blessed person in Rochester. And at the time, I felt a little bit shocked at that because she lives in a house that was falling apart, which we had the absolute pleasure to fix. But yet she was so, so happy. And despite all the hardships, the same community that she works so hard to help with all of this community service that she spends hours and hours doing, she works on, um, excuse me, my mouth is getting a little bit dry. I'm going to have a mint. But, um, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> but she spends her days tirelessly helping the community in every way that she can, whether that be starting clubs for the youth to keep them off of the street, whether it be providing everyone with food and vegetables that she works on in her garden. And I was shocked that someone who had faced such bad experiences from this community would give so much back. But really, I think that Inez is an inspiration to us in the sense that despite the fact that there is such bad out there in the world, we are all human beings, and we all do need that basic life, that basic food, that basic thing to keep us safe, and that love. And I think that Really, if Jesus and God have taught us anything, it can be simplified down to the word love. And that is truly, truly what Inez embodies in doing what she does on every day. 
And it brought me so much joy to be able to go to this woman's house and to show her the same love that she has been showing the world. And I think that I've lived a very, very blessed life. I think that God and Jesus have been very, very fortunate to me. And a major theme from this trip was building our relationship with Jesus. And I do think I've been so close to him over my 17 years, but I don't think I've ever been closer to Jesus than in the time when I hugged my crying resident who told us that she didn't have to be embarrassed about her living room anymore, that she could have people over, that she could have her community here, that she finally could live in a house she was proud of. And the fact that I could do the same work for this woman that she had been doing for everyone around her for years and years and years without any real thanks, it just brought me so much joy. And we had so much great times. We laughed, we smiled, we had fun, we grew together. But to me, what I'm really going to leave this trip with is the knowledge that anything from just painting a living room can do so much in a person's life. And that the true way to build a relationship to Jesus is to do that, is to show the same kindness that he spent his life to preach, to try to get people to do. So I encourage you all to leave this church and do everything you can to show the same love that Jesus taught to the world around you and to try your hardest to bring that same joy to others that Jesus has given to us and to live your life to the fullest. And to me, you can't live your life to the fullest unless you're living your life with others, for others. And that's, if anything, what this trip has taught me. So I thank you all very much. I thank you, Mother Whitney, for the beverage. And God bless you all.